Howdy, Dis After Dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. After dark, this is what happens. This, this is pop after dark. Oh, wait, there you are. <laughs> That's the worst. Now you know what it was. Type of... what? 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 It's a device that you can now uh, connect to other devices. That's what it is. I'm so confused. What? What are you confused about? I couldn't hear you because it was connected to my Bluetooth headphones, which are not currently upon my person. Okay, okay. Do you want to start again? Yeah, I think... No, can we do it again and then start again? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Mate, it's gone midnight. I can't, I can't function properly with this confusion. Anyway, uh, this is Pop After Dark. I've already said that, but we'll say it again. Soap this here, Y2 there. Now, I'm going to do this episode of you on one proviso, right? All right, go Which on. is... That I'll get naked. We're going to release... You mean you're not already? That we're going to release this. I'm literally just in boxer shorts. Can we release a video? Look, when we when we first started doing this with when it was me and Craig before it turned into until it spun off into his ego podcast, he would do video Skype and he would sit there in his boxer shorts and occasionally his dingle dangles would come out. Like I've still got the video. I should actually like set it to Pornhub or something. But no. I would like to. I would like to see that. <laughs> I can show you it. It's not a problem. Next time we come around. The proviso is that... That's taking a whole new uh, definition of the phrase pop after dark. Pop out after dark. A a spin-off from a spin-off. Carry on, Soap Dish. (laughs) Thank you very much. So (laughs) this is going to be released. There's a new 
Bollywood movie called like Carry On Zaza or something. Right, let, let's I, stick to uh, let's stick to one one thing at a time before we start talking Bollywood movies, right? And going step of the time. Who sung that? You just then. No, someone sung it, didn't they? I don't <laughs> just come up with great songs. My name's not Pete Waterman. That's that's a terrible song, and Pete Waterman is a genius. Can, um, can we find out who it was, please? If I touch my phone, it'll just erupt. One step at a time. Right, I'll do that, but you got to right. listen, right? So Go we're going to release this. We're going to release it this. Tomato, tomato. Mm. This is going to be part one of the same episode, with part oh. two being us talking about solo. All right. Once we've seen that, I'm seeing it on release day. I don't know when you're seeing it. That DVD. You know what? Like you say that now, but you know I'm. I'm the the early reviews have been very positive about it, actually, saying it's the best one of the Disney era. So, you know, wow, that's a big statement. That's what I'm saying, man. I think you know, I was I was like you two weeks ago, and now it's it's been shown at Cannes and a few other things, and I'm I'm going 4DX 3D. I'm going all in. in, all in, mate. Um, so, wait, 4DX in 3D? Does that make it 7DX? Yes, it does. All right, thanks, thanks for the, thanks for the theory. Um... Uh, Jordan Sparks, apparently. Really? What? what? What did they sing? No, she sang one step at a time. No, no, she didn't. Well, no, she did. No, but it's there's, there's an old one. version. There's an old version. One step at a time. Du, du. Okay, there is Jordan Sparks. This is what this is what's wrong with buddy, your buddy tree. Nah, I'm not buying that. Nah, it's country music. I don't think. Well, there's no song called One Step at a Time that's that's what you're saying. So it must be called something else. No, no. Just be just like listen. Just because your little internet doesn't come up with the answer doesn't right, hang mean. On, that hang on, hang on, hang on, hang right. on. It means that you're not getting it. Right. That, like, it's not my internet. Right. I don't own the internet. I'm what was just... Nick Berry's song? Every Loser Wins. Hey, good man. Every right. Loser Wins. That's one for the American listeners. They love a bit of EastEnders. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so we're going to talk about two films. And the first part, we're going to talk about Deadpool. And then we're going to record another part of this episode whenever we get around to it, which will be solo. And we'll release it as a double bill. Like a double feature like you used to get uh, in the old timings. Um, so we're basically doing a solo double. Ching. Yeah. Mm, here all night. <laughs> I, I really don't want to be. I'm supposed to be working at 10 in the morning. Right. That's not even early. Uh, no, but I've got 10 to... 10 in the morning? You, 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 hang on, hang on. I've got to travel into London tomorrow. I haven't oh, done that for sorry, ages. Wait. Are we, wait, are you able with your software to add in some violin music? I can do it in the post-production afterwards. You, like, no, honest, honestly, right, I know you don't like listening to can the podcast. Can you do it? <laughs> No, shut you, up. You know, you know when like people are on radio, more prestigious than us, and they're telling like really sad stories. Yeah, are you able to add that when you say, "But I've got work at ten in the morning," and then you say, "And I need to travel in." Can you do the? Yeah, I'll put, I'll put some Martin in there. It's not a problem. Honestly, right? If you, I know you don't like listening to the podcast. Just forty minutes. I know you don't like. I know you don't like listening to the podcast that I'm on. I don't like appearing on the live but. You're the one to ask for this. But, <laughs> I did, I did. but 
you should go and listen to the last two episodes I've put out because the editing is phenomenal. The musical cues, the sound effects, the Rick and Morty adverts, they are uh, amazing. All right, fair play. Yeah. I'll, I'll give them a listen. Now, Deadpool 2. This is what you contacted me about. And I went to see this yesterday. It's been out for about a week now. Is it? Yeah. I think it came out... It definitely came out by the end of last week. I think, it, so I think we got it a bit, uh, Oh, no, we got it. It came out last Tuesday in the UK. That's right. And we were calling this right. Wednesday night after. Tuesday. Yeah, because I, I was away when it came out, because I was going to go and see it when it first came out, and then couldn't be bothered. So... Um, you was in Amsterdam, I believe. I was yeah? in Amsterdam. Um, so, But I do have cinemas in Amsterdam. I just didn't go. Um, right. Uh, so Deadpool 2. Now... I think we should let the listeners in to how we both feel about Deadpool prior to this movie. Nah, don't tell them. Well, no, like, I mean, you know, I'm talking about Deadpool number one. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. Not, the, not, not, not number two, number one. So um, I was, a personally, I was a big fan of, of the first Deadpool. I thought it was a yeah. nice change of pace. Um, I thought the humour was good. Um, I haven't watched it all the way through again. I just haven't got round to it. I, I own it. I just there's not a reason had, for that. I've not. I mean, it's not that I've not had the urge, but I just really enjoyed it. Um, so I was quite looking forward to Deadpool two. Uh, but I've got to say, the trailers for Deadpool two, the stuff that didn't, the parts of the trailer that didn't show the film, were much better than the bits that they showed of the film. So I yeah. wasn't feeling particularly optimistic. Um, but you, on the other hand, with Deadpool. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Um, Deadpool was... How can I put this into a... Deadpool, there was so much that I didn't like about Deadpool. You know when, in Friends, when Ross does a list about what he doesn't like about Rachel? Yeah. And then what he uh, doesn't like about Julie my list about Rachel would just go on and on if she was Deadpool. Um, there was... What I didn't like for the comedy, he was almost like a blooper reel in that he was trying so hard to be funny that when... And this is Deadpool 1, that when he was finally funny, you were so drained out by the fake laughter that when he did hit a home run, you was like, I'm just not... I'm, I'm exhausted by not laughing, basically. Um, and I felt he wasn't likable. Um, Ryan Reynolds online has a great presence. He's basically this new generation of being very online savvy. Mm -hmm. And that's almost attracting him to roles, it seems, nowadays. Um, because he is such a presence online. People talk about him, so then they want to see him. Um, so, and he, he's great at that. But... He's not like, in the film that many people say he was born to play, he's not likeable. Um, early life for Deadpool 1, when um, when he comes back like from the dead, and I'm using the uh, finger quotations, when he comes back from the dead, why would he not then go and see his girlfriend and say to her, hi, I'm not dead? Uh, that will be what people do. That will be a human reaction. But instead... If you um, didn't look like a scrotum, though. Well, no, but you would. Even if you, like, you was carrying yeah, your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, I You'd agree. be like, 
I'm, I'm alive, you know, you'd put them out of their, like, worry or whatever, you know, that they'd be happy to see in whatever form. He catches, you know, his reflection, he's like, oh, I'm a monster, Quasimodo style. We've all seen Beauty and the Beast and Quasimodo and Elephant Man and whatnot, you know, far uglier than he looks, um, but, you know, their, their partners and whatever could overcome that. Um, especially in this modern world that we live in, that shouldn't be the message that you send out. Don't go and tell your loved one that you're alive if you're a bit ugly. Uh, that's not a good message. So he doesn't tell his girlfriend that he's alive. Um, and then he doesn't tell her in the nightclub, puts her life in jeopardy. But obviously she's not going to die in the first one because um, that's not the movie they were telling. And they just seem so hard to try and make a different movie that... They, when I know in wrestling, they, they talk about breaking the fourth wall. Uh, with Deadpool, they were trying to break so many walls that they were becoming a parody of its own movie. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that maybe before they made Deadpool, uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, found a, a big attraction to uh, the BBC One shitcom Mrs. Brown's Boys. Um, but at the same time, uh, that that is Deadpool the comic book character. Um, right. In in that respect, the one thing I would I would say against your complaints about Deadpool is that if you're at all familiar with the comic book um, character, um, yeah. you know it, it was a very uh, true adaption of that in 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 how that character was portrayed. So. Right. If you don't like that, and I, but, I mean, let, 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 I'm not going to say like I, I, I no, but a, I think that's a fair point. It's a, it's a good one to raise because I wasn't aware of that. But with the comic books, is Deadpool constantly not funny but trying to be? I've I mean I've got to be honest. I my level of Deadpool was when he kind of crossed over into other comics, so I was never really I never really bought into his own. Um, series or anything like that. I, I was kind of out of comics by the time that he started to become popular in that regard. But yeah. um, I think I think you either find it funny or you don't. I think there are hits and misses. Mm. Um, not everything could be a winner. So yeah, I'd, I, but, I'd, but at the same time, I think when you're doing a film, you've got to do it a bit differently. But I mean, all the fourth wall breaking is very is very Deadpool. And I mean, I, I had the video game um, that came out probably about three or four years before they started making the film. And, you know, the video game, exactly the same. Always breaking the fourth wall, always talking about, you know, the real-life versions of things, if there's a comic book version, etc. So they kept it very true to it, but if it if it wears thin on you, it's not going to be your cup of tea. I just, I just didn't find him, like, for the large portion, I didn't find him funny. Um... It, it was. Just, it just wasn't the stuff he was trying to say. He was just trying to be cool and quiche and whatnot, and it just didn't hit. It was like watching a really bad stand-up comedian trying so hard to win over the audience that in turn he turns them against him. Or the film The House, which I had the misfortune of watching last week. Did you? Why? Because I'm an idiot. Yeah. I just thought. I just. I, I looked through like what the, the latest films were on Sky, and I was like. Oh, I kind of feel like I want to watch a comedy, but I mean, yeah. why I chose that? But it just—it was the first one. I was like, well, I hadn't seen that. I'd seen like a few of the other ones that are on there, um, and Girl's Trip was on there, which I haven't seen. But I thought, oh, 
Lindsay might want to watch that. So I was just on my own. So I thought, I just, I watched this. And yeah, I wish I hadn't. I just, in the end, I think I gave up about 45 minutes in. I, it was just on, but I was just doing other stuff by that point because I had no interest. So yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's not a recommendation. Um, okay, but for Deadpool 2, mm. you were anticipating this a bit more than you had, even though you hadn't enjoyed the first no, one. No, because, um, I mean, I was I was looking forward to Deadpool, and I was just massively let down by it. Mm. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I felt almost awkward, uncomfortable with the amount of jokes, and the, the fact it was sending itself up, yeah, it was such a basic, generic storyline in terms of um, comic book movies. Um, but I was kind of like yourself, there's been so much, so many promos for this movie that I was looking forward to. I thought some of the stuff they were doing was kind of cool, like the Celine Dion video. Uh, even the Beckham one was okay sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, teaser trailer where he's in the phone booth and all like shit's going on, I thought that was funny. Um, so I thought, okay, if they're doing like you know funny stuff, then that could work. Um, and it was not just him being an absolute, you know, machine gun of punnery. Uh, Tim Vine can pull it off, but Deadpool can't. Um, oh, so can, you yeah. if, if, can you imagine if Tim Vine had got the role instead? It, it would work. <laughs> In, instantly, that's your movie. <laughs> you say that, you're still not watching Taskmaster with Tim Vine on it, so he doesn't get you every time. I can't abide that big guy. I'm not talking about Juggernaut. <laughs> we'll come to Juggernaut in a bit. Um, but let's let's go on to Deadpool 2. So, There's going to be spoilers, by the way. Okay, um, cool. Okay, cool. There's going to be spoilers. At, now, and they're made by the director, Meow. Now, of course, the director was uh, one of the co-directors of John Wick. There you go. Well, now here's the thing, because if I can go back to one, I don't know if you remember my uh, petty, childish outburst after watching Deadpool, but my claim was that Ryan Reynolds is the most overrated leading man in Hollywood at the moment. Have you seen the proposal? Deadpool. Uh, is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. Well, that's what I mean. Like, how can you not like that movie? Right. The reason is, it's the most basic of movies. Could you see anyone else playing Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' role? Yes, you could see a nobody playing that role. It didn't need it didn't need any effort whatsoever. It's a rom com. You know, anyone could have played that. True. Um, plus, he wasn't the lead. She was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's for me. He's the worst leading man out there. Um, you almost don't know how to cast him because, again, for me, his form of comedy is so missable. Um, so you'd, you'd, you'd be reluctant to cast him in that. You can't give him serious because the dude can't act um, for serious. So it's like, where do you actually give him a role? Well, it's interesting because, I mean, I've, I've not seen, um, but I've been told that he's very good in Buried. He's not though. Okay. He's basically it's like an indie movie where he is in a box for nine tenths of the movie, and again, I could have been that person in a box, dropping my phone all over the place. So you had a hissy fit after Deadpool. 
Absolutely. Okay. And, and the reason I said that was because of John Wick. Now, as people who may have heard in the past, um, or I, I don't know if we even mentioned John Wick in the past, but I didn't care for it. I think I even switched it off. Yeah, I tried uh, to get you to watch. Well, I tried to get you to watch it for a year, and you completely dismissed it. And then one yeah, day you did because come and because watch it. Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, Keanu Reeves was for me another one who's completely overrated. And what? Oh my God, there's a bomb on the bus. He's completely monotone in the same sort of regard as Nicolas Cage in Connor. He's completely monotone. Nice um, in Hollywood. There, yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's just no depth to his characters. Um, so my theory is if Keanu Reeves is in the movie, because he only ever is in a movie if he's the lead in a movie, it seems. If he's in a movie, I'm not going to watch it. John Wick came out with Keanu Reeves, so I'm not going to watch it. You tried to get me to watch it for ages, and I was like, I'm not going to watch it, Keanu Reeves. It's almost like saying to me, watch this movie, it's about ABBA. There would be no chance. There's two films. Well, actually, technically, there's three films. That, that That's pretty much what the film is. Three films? Well, yeah, because there's... The well, ABBA made a movie. Oh, God. Tossers. Yeah, I think Harold Bishop. No, Lou Lou from um, Lou Carpenter from Neighbours was in it. What That's was his I know name? About it. What's Lou's name in real life? I don't know. I don't care. It's not that popular. Nah, I want to know. All right, well you can do that after this. Um, no. What's so, he judging? Anyway, judge possibly. So John Wick. So you you finally saw John. Well, you watched John Wick too, didn't you? Well, no, I watched John Wick and I didn't care for it. I was like, so bored. This man's really angry because someone killed his dog. Mate, if someone <laughs> killed your dog, you would be. No, but here's the thing, right? His whole family's dead, does nothing. His dog dies, well, I'm not having it. Right, but hang on. His wife wasn't murdered. She died. His Did dog she? was murdered. Wasn't there a kid or something? No, I don't. No, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a kid. I think it was just him and his wife. I'm sure she had, like, cancer or something. But I'm pretty sure she wasn't murdered. Oh, okay. So the the dog was the was the, the thing she bought him. So, like, he, his lasting memory of his wife going forward, the thing that was going to keep him happy was going to be his dog. And then they murdered him. All right, fair, fair. But if someone come and kills your dog, would you kill absolutely everyone in your path? What if I was John Wick? Person, until you got to a person that killed your dog, you wouldn't. You'd be like, excuse me, did you kill my dog? No, nah, no, nah, well, mate, do you know who did? Yeah, that fella down there. You'd be like, all right, thanks. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> anyway, John Wick 2. He's basically that video that went viral before viral become a word for discussing stuff that was popular and it was more a case of you need to see your nurse that video with the Asian guy, hey, you'll kick my dog it was basically an adaptation of that it it did say actually based on the you kick my dog prank phone call from 2001 (laughs) I reckon it's before then, it's got to be before 2001 (laughs) so Possibly. Hey, you fuck- hey, you fucking guy! You'll kick my dog. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> but you like John Wick too? 
No, I thought it was terrific. Honest to God, I thought it was terrific. And I'm really excited for the third one. And that's a joke. Uh, John, for some reason, John Wick 2 just made sense from the off. And I was just able to sit back and enjoy it. I don't understand. John Wick, to, John Wick is a bit like uh, Fast and Furious. You can switch one, your brains off. It's fine. No, you know what? The, the other reason for it was that in the first John Wick movie, nothing would hit him. He was f- fighting all these assassins and whatever, and no one was laying a scratch on him. And yet in the second one, um, people were able to now hurt him. What, what are you talking getting, about? In John Wick 1, he got stabbed or he got shot in the stomach and he was recovering in the hotel where you, you're not allowed to kill in the hotel. What, and, in the first one? Yeah. No, I never got that far in the movie. Oh, so he does get seriously hurt and he get he has a, a big fight scene with uh, a female assassin and yeah. like he's all stitched up and she, like, she basically just kicks his wounds until he starts bleeding out again. So no, he's he like he does get really injured in that film. You should have you should have watched it all the way through. Anyway, enough about John Wick because that's not okay. this episode. But I can see where this is going because I'm, mm. you know what? For the first time when we've done one of these, yeah, you happen to put something on Facebook. I do. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, you dick. So I already know how. Well, no, I don't know exactly how, but I'm I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go. <laughs> Um, could, could you not detect it earlier? Well, the thing is, when somebody's when you when you did what you did and messaged me like, "Can we record a podcast like now?" It's mm. one of two things: either Deadpool Two was the greatest movie you'd ever seen, or you hated it with a passion. Now, I've seen Deadpool Two; I mm. knew it wasn't going to be the first option <laughs> because I did not enjoy Deadpool Two. You didn't enjoy Deadpool now, when I too. Say I didn't, when I say I, I didn't enjoy it, right, I, I did get a level of enjoyment from it. But right. I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as the first one. What I'm, what I'm hearing from people is that... Um, Who are these people you hear from? You, you constantly hear from people... Strangers in the night. Um, is Big that, changing um, dance. That was Frankie, wasn't it? That was Frankie. Um, is that uh, they... I didn't think it was quite as funny as the first one, but um, it was still really good and, and all this. Now, we talked about, you know, earlier on when you were saying about um, audience reactions to stuff and that yeah. fake laughter thing, I happened to be sat next to the most annoying family in the world. Oh, go on, tell me about these people. Now, I love I'd, annoying people. I'd, I'd, booked my, I'd booked my ticket, so I, I booked a seat where I wanted to sit. Now, right. I went... Uh, uh, 20 to 6 so it was actually quite an empty cinema but a, a massive screen but I got to see okay. I wanted and had I not been in the middle of a Wait, row so where, where do you like to sit what is your seat of choice centre centre is it centre yeah. centre wow yeah. even if it's not free like if it's 3D I definitely want to sit centre centre but I don't oh. like to sit off off centre too much um, but I will, you know, I won't not see a film if, if that's my only option. But if I could choose a seat, it's it's centre centre. Um, oh, I'd get that's the best bold. sound most and stuff. Because because I'm right in saying you went on your Jack Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people who go on a Jack Jones sit on an aisle seat. You're when, very, very bold to do what you do. When I saw Avengers in 3D, mm. I sat on the aisle purely because I wanted to get out once the film was finished. So I didn't want to yeah. sit through the credits. So it, there are times that I will do. 
yeah, but, that's fine. You know, so yeah. I'm sat but, there. But, but what was it like? People prefer to sit on the aisle out of choice. Yeah, yeah, which is which yeah, is cool, mad. Yeah. Especially if you go to because like, we both got your cinema pass, and if you go to unlimited movies, which is just for cinema worlds, I love walking in. Closely, I'm I'm going to try and avoid all of the adverts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I walk in as the film's about to start, and literally everyone's sitting on the aisle, and it's such a surreal scene. I, I tell you what, before I go into this, right, the the last film I saw at the cinema before Deadpool two was mm. uh, Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I took my daughter to see. I didn't I didn't go just on my own. I'm not that mm, bad. Sure. And I played an absolute blinder because I, I kind of mistimed how long it would take a four and three-quarter-year-old to walk two miles to a cinema. Um, nice. And so we was running a bit late. So I had to, at one point, get her on my shoulders and kind of run down the road. But I managed, after getting her, like, some popcorn and stuff... I managed to walk into the screen just as the Paramount logo came up. Oh, I, I played it. absolute blinder with that one. Um, and, and I'd probably go and see that again after, over Deadpool 2. Um, so <laughs> with you saying that, when, when the 20th Century Fox logo loads up, da, 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 I find myself whistling along. I don't know if I'm the only one. Um, I do it at home. I don't do it at the cinema. Yeah, I do it in the cinema now, but mm, if it's like not too busy. Yeah, because I know a lot of people don't like whistlers. Okay. So, <laughs> this family... Annoying family. This family was sitting next to me, so it was a dad, at least one teenage kid. I thought there was two, but I'm sure only three people walked out. Um, oh. And uh, and his, his wife or girlfriend or, or whatever. And right. at first they were fine. And as the film started, he's going to him, stop it now. Stop it now. And you know, when he, he obviously thinks he's doing it under his breath, but he's clearly not doing it under his breath. Yeah. And they must have been kicking each other or something. But he's like, stop it now. The film's coming on. Just like, oh, how's this going to be? Was that his voice? Yeah, yeah. Now, right. um, so I'll, I'll talk about what happened as we talk about the film with him as well. Yeah. Right. So um, it opened up, and I actually think it opened up very strong because I loved the first sight gag. Oh, what, with Logan? Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was very clever. I thought, okay, this is a good way to start the film. Yeah, 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 I agree. Then you see Deadpool wearing Crocs. And I think finding some like justification um, for him wearing Crocs, uh, for, for someone called wearing Crocs other than me. Um, so I enjoyed that as well. But what happened was the guy next to me, like you know, people laughed at the, at the thing. He laughed a bit louder than most and a bit longer right. than most. And I thought... Oh, oh hello. I, I see what's going to go on here. Um, so then the film starts and, and Deadpool blows himself up. Yeah. And he's doing a bit of a monologue. Um, now, is it at this point where he basically ruins the whole film or the, or, the, or the entire first act, which I thought was really fucking stupid? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he does a Mark Ruffalo at that point. And says about um, someone dying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he says that he's going to die. Oh, no, after that... Oh, so, you see all that bit, and then, you, and then you get, like, a flashback to a few weeks before when he's doing assassiny stuff. That was it. Yeah. And that was all quite cool. That was all quite fun, you know. Uh, a few little quips. I didn't like it when he, like, said, right, hit the music dolly or whatever, and they started playing 9 to 5. I thought it was... You know, I, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. I thought it was all right. At this point of the film... 
I was like, okay, this this could be a bit of fun. This this could yeah. be pretty much more the same, and I'm okay with that. Um, and it was at this point when the film started to get ruined. So as he killed like his last, oh, that was it. It was like I think it was a guy in a panic room or something when he was trying to uh, walk out of that last uh, job he had. He was in a voiceover about how this was going to be like a, a family movie, um, and That's someone always like a, a female always dies or a mother always dies at the beginning of the film, and it's like, yeah, yeah. oh right, okay, so basically your girlfriend cops it in about thirty seconds. Did he say female? Because he he's the first. I don't think he says. I think he said someone always dies. I don't think he said a female because he referenced Bambi first, but then he said Lion King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember. But either way, even if he didn't say female, the fact is, it's like right, someone's going to die, and if he's blown himself up, it's going to be like his missus. It's going to be no one. Yeah. else. no one else is wow. going to make him go like that. And I thought, oh, well, that's fucking spoiled it. So he yeah. said that, and then um, they do. They didn't have the scene where he goes back to the apartment. And he's talking to. Uh, his girlfriend and they it's their anniversary or something so exchange presents and then he puts the the pop tarts uh in the the oven right and at that point the bloke next to me goes oh i understand what happens now then really yeah like that oh what like that and i thought yeah okay like i also figured that out because we've already seen him pull those out of the oven before he blew himself up. So yeah. I get he's putting them in the oven now, but you're going to be one of them people, aren't you? And I thought, oh, I really want to fucking walk away now. Yeah. I moved to yeah. another row about five hours back, and I couldn't. I was like, oh, God. Why couldn't you? Why couldn't you? It was just effort. It was, it was not that it was effort, but no, I didn't see, wanna, it's not like, effort. Well, it's not an hang effort. Hang on, hang on, I hang on, hang on. So I didn't tell you about the couple about three seats down the other side to me. Right, go on. So the other thing, when you walk in a little bit late... Now, I, I got in for trailers, right? So I wasn't that late. Yeah. I got in just as the adverts are finishing. So as I'm trying to find my seat, I noticed that um, there's uh, there's a bag of popcorn on a seat near me. And I thought, I wasn't sure if that was my seat or not, but it, it wasn't. So there's this girl with a boyfriend or whatever. They're obviously on a date because he's bought massive tub of popcorn... Oh, yeah. Hot dogs for them. Wow. Massive drinks. And Go I was on. like, oh, God. Oh, oh, and nachos. And nachos they had as well. And I, can tell you, and I can tell you all this because they left all of it on the fucking floor. Oh, man. And I left the oh, cinema and I thought, what the fuck? So, anyway. So, I already knew that was that was my other escape That's not Could you imagine going on a date and, like, she does that? Or exactly. you do that. You're thinking, that's not a second date. That's not something I want to take home and say, look, look at her, she and half messy. And I, and I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't agree with like fat shaming, but she didn't need all that food. Oh. She really didn't need all that food. Right. You should have moved. You should have moved. I know, I there know. Was, I think I told you about the dude who was laughing throughout Star Wars. And I was like, I can't take this. Yes, um, you did. Yes, uh, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to move, man. And of course, Lola. Yeah, there's people of them. Like, well, yeah, La La Land, but that, that's enough. That's enough a podcast. It was a four-hour podcast. So, it was. Um, so at that point, I already thought I'm not sure. Like now, I've gone from I'm going to enjoy this film to mm, I'm not sure. I think they're going to go too far with it. Um, mm. And 
I thought the first 20 minutes or so, even up to like the, the James Bond title sequence, which I thought was very well done. You know, I yeah. think if you, if you know James Bond, I think it was, it was really well done. Um, a good spoof on that. But after that point, it just dramatically dropped. Like yeah, the quality I'm completely fell out the bottom of it. Yeah. Um, I thought where it had been pretty funny up until that point and quite consistent, yeah. that, that's when the jokes really started to miss. Really started to miss. Um, and you know why that was? He wasn't on. talking. He wasn't doing his whole dialogue, like talking to the camera hard. He was, there was sound, there was music playing and um, he was reacting to stuff rather than just talking deadpan and hard to cam. Um, That was a good Deadpool. It was a Deadpool that, you know, you can get on with, you can like. Mm. Um, You you can think that, yeah, you're you're a good bad guy or a bad good guy. I don't know the way. It's It's the Austin effect, isn't it? Yeah, totally. it's that it's that bad guy you have to cheer. It totally you know, is that, he's, yeah. he's an anti he's an anti hero. Um, but again, once again, it was his downfall that this time led to her demise. Because now I couldn't understand this, and he referenced bad script writing later, much later on in the movie. But it started at the beginning because he needs to kill the guy who's in the panic room. Yeah. And he's in a rush to get to a date. And about, what, a dozen bad guys come into the room? Mm-hmm. Why is he running away from them? What could they possibly do to him? Bearing in mind that, you know, he gets shot to smithereens at times and just really yeah. heals. You're absolutely yeah. right. It made no sense. I thought yeah. that. I couldn't work out he's why. Just, he's... he's just killed three dozen people. Why would a third of that amount now intimidate him that he has to run away screaming? And this is why John Wick is a better person than Deadpool. Because John yeah. Wick could have just stood there and either destroyed everyone or died. Yeah. Deadpool just ran away for no reason. And bear in mind, John Wick isn't actually invincible and doesn't reheal. You know, Deadpool has this mutant ability. Exactly. <laughs> Which we saw, we saw later on. So, um... Yeah, at that point, I thought it started to go downhill. I didn't like... Now, you've seen Hunt for the Wilder People, haven't you? Yes. Right. I love that that character. I love that film. And yep. I love the boy in it. And yep. I thought they've just taken that character out of that film and plonked him in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely no range. Words and a, a more anger, more swear words. And that was it. Yeah, just doled him up a little bit. That was, yeah, that was that, about it. They didn't even cut his hair. No, no. Um, I, I thought that was really poor um, because uh, I really like that film and I'm, I'm assuming that's why he got cast in this, but I just yeah. thought it was just completely underplayed. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't... I was I was disappointed in that casting. I didn't like that whole thing with the school. Um, there were too many paedophile jokes. Yeah. I don't like... I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you can't make jokes about that or anything, you know, if if that's what you want to do, but it just seemed a bit odd and it seemed far too forced. And this, this is the point for me where it went from, you know, maybe every other joke hitting 
or thereabouts. So there'd be uh, long stretches where jokes were just not hitting at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that train of thought, definitely. Because, no. again, like, um, he has to, or he doesn't have to, but he goes along um, with Colossus to go and sort out this kid, basically. Mm. And it's just none of that made sense whatsoever. There's a kid on fire and no one's trying to deal with it. Like, just shoot him, for God's sake. Um, there's just uh, like I know we're living in a land of superheroes when we watch this movie, but there has to be, like they do with Infinity War, uh, there has to be an element of reality, and nothing in that scene made sense whatsoever. No, they basically they they um, I mean, yeah, you got like Deadpool shooting at people. And then they just uh, like they put in the collar thing around him. They're not then going to question the people that he's with. None of it made sense. Absolutely none of it. Why would people come out to see the kid on fire? Why would everyone hang about to see the kid on fire? Like none of it made sense. Yeah, and I like it, Eddie Marsden, and I just thought he, he was completely wasted as well. He's yeah, a really good actor, and he was just totally. a completely one-dimensional character that he was playing. Yeah. Really piss poor. Um, uh, I, I thought the only good bit around that was the the scene in the mansion when he made the quip about, and that was probably the last show that hit for a good long time, when he made the quip about how, you know, Fox never seemed to throw a bone about, you know, the other characters being involved. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. had the room of, like, you know, nearly all of the, the current X-Men in there. I thought that was quite a nice little game. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was the last time I laughed for quite a long time. And, yeah. you know, blokey next to me, you know, I, he was watching Blades and Saddles or something. Do you know what I mean? Really? Oh, he was having... He thought every fucking joke landed. And I'm oh, like, it don't, mate. Geez. It really does not. Oh, that irritates me so and also, much. And the thing is, as well... Right, the audience all seems to be laughing at the same stuff. So oh, when really? bloke boy next to me is laughing, no one else was laughing. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't just me. Like it wasn't like enjoying this film to the extent that we should have been. It just yeah. wasn't. Um, I've already forgotten what happens after that point. After well, they go to jail, don't they? Cable. Right. This is the thing. Right. Yeah. I. Because I used to watch the X-Men cartoons and stuff. So okay. I, that's how I... I knew Cable was a comic book character, but that's how I saw Cable. That was the Cable I knew. Yeah. And I think Josh Brolin did a, a decent job. But why... He looked hot as well, by the way. <laughs> hot, he was ripped. Hotter than Men in Black 3. Yeah, man. Um, but I thought uh, a lot of the stuff with Cable was just a really shit parody of Terminator. Yeah, yeah, like he's an introduction scene when he kind of like goes to truckers who apparently one of them was Matt Damon, which really? I, didn't, I didn't pick up on. Yeah, one of them was Alan Tudyk, who is um, very famous voice actor and Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Um, yeah, okay. But uh, the other one apparently you didn't really see his face very, very much uh, for very long was uh, Matt Damon. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I knew that the one that had the belly that was going to be someone mm. because I was obviously not their belly. Mm. Um, but wow, no, oh. I never would have thought in a million years that would be Matt Damon. But it was just, you know, that that introduction there just completely ripped off 
uh, you know, either of the Terminator, like the, the first two Terminator films. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's that's a bit cheesy. And then a lot of the stuff with Cable just seemed like Terminator light. And I thought, it's lazy. Yeah. It's really lazy. Because, like, uh, especially because, like, everyone knew that Cable was in this movie. Like, they said that Cable would be in this movie at the end of credits for the first movie. Hmm. So everyone's looking forward to seeing Cable. They'd potentially seen all the Instagram videos that Josh Brolin had put out. Um, so looking forward to seeing uh, Cable. And when you finally see him for the first time, it's such an anticlimax. Mm-hmm. He's just there. And uh, it looks like he's in that part. Um, as it, uh, he's in Pompeii. Looks like he's in Pompeii, looking at all like the child-like people and whatnot. Um, and then you flick back to Deadpool. And you're like, what was the point of that? Mm. Why couldn't you just? If they'd have had his opening scene to be when Terminator turns up in like the flashes of flashes, and he walks up to him, should have been naked, I guess, to be full Terminator. Yeah. But he, up to him in his uh, onesie and uh, steals their van. He like looked, that. he looked shit. Like that, that, that bit there when he landed in whatever he was wearing, that was yeah. the shittiest dead, uh, cable looks in the entire film. But the thing yeah, is, exactly. going yeah. back to that bit, right? So in the cartoons, um, in the X Men cartoon, you got a bit more of a background about what was happening to cause Cable to go back in time in the first place. Okay. So with that you got like a very, we didn't get a flashback until later on when he was talking about it. Um, but you didn't get any kind of drama as to why, you know, everything looked the way it did. We didn't, we didn't see anything. You saw an apartment like in the cartoons. I know they're not going to be able to do all the, the same stuff, but it did look a little bit like terminating you know, end of the world stuff, very dark, um, everything on fire or things being destroyed, sentinels, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we got none of that. You just got a bloke in an apartment. Yeah, exactly. It just seemed, like, really cheap. And, you know, this wasn't a cheap film. Like, I think the budget was something stupid, like, 150 million or something. So, okay. it's a decent level. Much more than the first Deadpool. And that was partly why the director didn't come back. Was because he saw the light on the wall where they were going to, like, right, we've got a bigger budget, we're going to do this stuff now. And he's like, that doesn't... You don't need to have that to make Deadpool yeah. work. Um, and I think he was right because um, the the thing that annoyed me the most in this, let's skip ahead. So we haven't talked yet about um, him in the bar and trying to sort himself out. Once they've escaped jail, um, they go to, um, I, don't, I can't even remember what it was from the first film, but it was the bar that he was in um, with TJ Miller, who I can't stand. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, used I to, I used to like it. I used to listen to him on on some podcasts and stuff, and thought oh, it's quite funny. And he used to pop up in your yeah. film, and I thought, oh, okay. But the, the guy is an absolute massive bell end in real life, and so I can't he, abide him. He comes across as that in the movie, like yeah. how unfunny must his other improvised lines be when the oh, shit that he God. says in the movie actually stays there oh you've got a face like an avocado well fucking yeah. done yeah exactly Seriously. you've had so many years to think of something yeah, funny not, to say not even that right you you did all that in the first film why are yeah. you doing it now nothing's changed exactly why are you still doing it just just lazy lazy shit I just wish they'd written his character out completely he didn't need to be there 
Looks uh, like an avocado. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, so this leads to um, Deadpool. I, I'll say for him that I liked a bit where he just gave everyone up immediately. I thought, yeah. I thought that was a decent take. Um, but again, the way he did it, not funny. Bad yes. Yeah, good yeah. idea. Good idea, but yeah, terrible execution. Um, but he convinces Deadpool that he needs to get a team around him to support him, uh, which leads to Deadpool kind of bringing together X, X-Force. Um, I'm not, I was never that familiar with X-Force other than Deadpool and yeah. Cable, actually, so I can't say too much about how accurate the characters were. Um, again, I thought, in hindsight, it was probably a clever joke. I laughed, I laughed at it at the time because you see them and they're doing this, you know, they're going to do this big thing and they all die. Yeah. Like almost instantly. Um, and I thought, oh, that's a bit of a shock. So it was quite funny. And I did like the little cameo of uh, the Vanisher. Yeah, who was the Vanisher? Brad Pitt. Nah, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Brad Pitt. Wow. Yeah. That, is, that is one that I, I definitely picked up first time. Wow, um, fair play. Yeah, because he was, he was originally asked to be, he was the first choice for Cable and he couldn't do it. Oh, okay. So he, that's why he did the little cameo. Um, oh, that's neat. So, uh, yeah, so that was quite funny. But, yeah, again, I thought it's a bit of a waste of that talent because Terry Crews is, is always good value. He did absolutely mm. nothing in his film at all. Didn't yes. even flex his pecs. Um, uh, Rob, um, I can't, Delaney, isn't it? Uh, you know, he's a funny guy. He was funny for his minute and a half of speech. Um, and that was it. I just, it just felt. So, 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 sorry, who is Rob Delaney? He was uh, Peter. See, Peter was really fun, but I don't know who Rob Delaney is. Have I seen him anything? Um, he's a he's quite a famous American stand-up, um, but he's quite famous in the UK. Like he's he moved over here quite a long time ago to make his craft, and he he does a lot of t- uh, TV shows, and he's got a quite a famous sitcom called uh, Oh God, what's it called? It's with Sharon Horgan as well. Catastrophe. Oh, you see, I was going to watch that, and it says like a oh, new new series. I was literally I pressed record for it tonight, and then it was episode four. I hate when they do that. Yeah. When they say the brand new new series, and it's already I been on for think, four weeks. I think it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah, I'll on Prime. Um, but yeah, no, but he's good. He's good. Yeah, and, I liked. Uh, I, I thought it was a nice idea. Like again, like yourself, I, I don't know who was meant to be in X Force. I know about Deadpool X Force, mm. but I didn't know who else was in there. Mm. Um, but I thought it was a really funny addition. Uh, I, I liked his part. Um, I thought it was a bit of a cheap kill because you thought, oh well, he's made it. They yeah. didn't. You know, he, he was kind of expecting him to be hit by a car or something. I did think it would have been funny if he'd have survived, to be honest. I think that would have been a yeah. better gag that the superhero, you know, all these people with power was died and he survived with nothing. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, yeah. okay, whatever. Um, I did like Domino. Yeah, I did I too. I thought yeah. she was really yeah. good. I think she was probably one of the better things about the film in, in its entirety. But this yeah. is where I turned off again. Because that whole sequence when they're trying to uh, get him off the, um, the the transport, the prison transport, yeah. I thought the CGI was fucking appalling. Yeah, it was like it was too much. It was like watching a video game. Um, and I thought for a film of that kind of size and budget, they either could have done something else or just not bothered because it just looked tacky, it looked really, really tacky. Yeah, I'll make you out. 
Yeah, she, again, she was good, and I liked the whole idea about a superhero based on luck. Um, I thought that was neat. Um, but yeah, it was just it just overstayed its work. Like the whole scene overstayed its welcome pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just lots of nothing actually really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, that's that's it. And then you had this reveal, like there was all this talk about you know this big uh, bad monster that was uh, in this prison as well, um, which escapes and it's it's juggernaut, which. Let's be honest; is still a better version. Like that, that computer-generated version is still better than Vinnie Jones. It was a better actor yeah. than Vinnie Jones. <laughs> you know, he was so bad as Juggernaut. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good casting, but God, the stuff that they gave him and the outfit—it was just horrendous. So we we got a better Juggernaut. Um, but the thing is, only fractionally, because mm. they just made him too big. Um, like, his head was massive. Like, how do you get someone that big? He was absolutely ginormous. His head was so out of proportion. And I thought, this but, doesn't make sense. Like, I, I didn't know who was Juggernaut. Juggernaut is, but in a coin, to be honest, in the coin books, he's probably bigger than he's, he, but, he's there. But the fact that you could see that there was someone underneath the costume, which obviously you do in the comic book, mm. but I just felt it was too much. Allegedly, because um, the credits say the juggernaut as himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. The rumour is is that um, the mocap and voice was Ryan Reynolds. Okay. For a lot of it. Um, it wasn't yeah. him the entire time, because obviously he was Deadpool as well, but... Uh, a lot of it was was him apparently. So, right. um, you know, I don't think they did like a Rocket Raccoon thing where they had someone doing a lot of the actual standing work and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that, that that's what the rumor is. They haven't actually officially announced it yet, um, but that's what a lot of people have assumed or comes to the conclusion of anyway. Um, I thought the the final scene the final battle scene was all right uh i thought it started i was i'll be well. honest i was i was falling asleep by this point i was and you know sometimes when like you try and shake yourself out of tiredness mm. because you're like no i, I need to watch this I've, I've gone out of my way to watch this i was letting sleep win i was very happy like being able to listen to what was going on so i wasn't going to miss anything mm. and i was like i just don't care to see it the effort to keep my eyes open was too much for this movie. Yeah. I mean, it, oh. to be fair, when, when Deadpool and, and Cable were fighting together, <laughs> it actually reminded me, you could see um, that in the beginning sequences, you could definitely see like the John Wick kind of influence there in how yeah. it was shot. Um, so that final fight sequence was pretty good. Um, I kind of guessed that Deadpool would try and sacrifice himself. Right. I just I just gathered that the whole time because Cable really wanted to kill the kid. He was determined to, and Deadpool obviously wanted him to survive because he thought that was the key to doing it. Um, so I kind of guessed that something like that might happen, especially when they put the collar on. Um, I did think what was a nice touch was when he got burnt to a crisp and his suit turned black because yeah, Deadpool's yeah. had that um, outfit in the comics as well. Yeah, that all black, so it made sense. 
Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a bit predictable. And it's like, well, they're clearly not going to kill Deadpool off. Ryan Reynolds had been very coy on the lead up to this about, you know, I don't think there'll be a third Deadpool. I don't think there's necessarily the need for a third Deadpool. So you kind of thought, oh, well, maybe like they would kill him off. And I thought, no, they they can't. He's too much of a cash cow at the moment. Um, And it already made the joke about Wolverine and stuff like that. So I thought, no, he's going to survive. And of course, Cable uses his only attempt left at time travel to go back and, you know, save him. Um, so yeah, very. I felt very mixed about that. I thought it was and again, a bit cheap. It, but, but again, Deadpool has selfish choices. Like, him, even with him sacrificing himself, came across as selfish mm. because they still had to save him. Why even bother putting a collar on just do the whole Kevin Cos- Kevin Cosner, Whitney Houston act, but you don't die. Mm. You know, you're still taking the bullet for someone else. Mm. That's enough. Why? Like it was again. That was bad writing. Obviously, bad performance wise. Um, it, just, it just wasn't necessary. Um, yeah, just just didn't care for it. Like the whole end scene. Well, I saw. I was when I was in the cinema. There's only about eight people in there. Um, for the first like half hour, or so people were having a bit of a conversation about six, seven rows back. And I, I was thinking, like, do I say something? But it got to the point where I just fancied going over there and having a chat with them. Like, <laughs> it seemed I had, someone else walked out because they saw much more sense than I did. Um, and and again, like we were saying, it seems people like even though it's done well at the box office in the first week, I, I can't see much longevity for this one. Because again, as you said, like with the comic book, if you like the comic book, then you like the movie. But I think this is one of those where if you don't like the comic book, you're not going to be bothered. I think I mean it's done it's done well, but. Um, I mean, it's, it's open to less than the first Deadpool. Yeah. Already. Um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't think it's, it is going to be as successful. Um, full stop. And again, it's not a standalone movie. You have to have seen the first one to really, I don't use the word appreciate because there's nothing to appreciate with this movie, but to, to fully be on board with it you need to have seen the first one. So its target is already reduced because it's relying on everyone that saw the first one to come and see the second one mm. and for them to bring someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think either of us are recommending it. <laughs> I think that's the conclusion to that. Um, Honest to God, I wish I'd seen Infinity War for a fourth time. Yeah. Well, I, I heard somebody... Uh, when just before Deadpool two came out, um, one of its early screenings, somebody said um, they thought Deadpool two was better than uh, Infinity War and it was more emotional. Oh, I do not know. Where's is, the emotion? Well, that was a thing, right? I did not feel any emotion in the emotional scenes at all. Any of them. Uh, I felt tired. <laughs> if that's emotion. But do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just didn't. I just didn't feel. Um, like there was there was any reason for me to be upset or anything like that. I think like Infinity War made me sad. This made yeah. me sad but for a completely different reason. Yeah. Not emotionally sad. I did I did like the bit when he's walking with the tiny legs. That was pretty funny. You see, I didn't I I thought it went on far, far too long. 
it did go on too long, but I thought it was when he when he walked. That's when I thought, no, that's not funny. 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 Oh, that looks pretty funny actually. Yeah. I thought the shirt was a nice touch because it was chunk shirt from the Goonies. See again, now what was a big reference from the Goonies? The the monster. Right, because obviously you've got Josh Brolin in there, and yeah, he's done one-eyed Willie, all shit like that. But when you've got the kids from the Hunt for the Wilder People, um, and again, I can remember him in that, but I can't remember his name in his movie. I've just seen tonight um, when he's gone to see the monster that's tied up downstairs, and he's given him food. I'm like, what? Well, that's straight out of Goonies. Mm. He's befriended the strong guy breaks out of the chains and then makes friends with him and goes on with him. Well, that's straight out of Goonies. They've not referenced it. They've just stolen it. Yeah, the only thing Juggernaut didn't say was, hey, you guys, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of the only saving graces for this film was the end credits. And even that, I thought, was a little bit... I thought some yeah. of it worked really... Like, some of it was funny... I'm, I, I, the, um, I'd say the saving grace was Domino. I thought she was great. Mm. And I would be interested in seeing a spin-off or an Origins movie of her. I, I thought she was a really good character, instantly likeable, uh, fairly relatable also, and you could see her just easing into any of the Marvel movies. Mm. I think she, she would be a, a good, a good um, asset to have. Um, she was a lot of fun. Um, I'd like to see her again. But uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the end credits. I liked it, but the, the bit I didn't like was when he shot himself for Green Lantern. I just thought have you that not was seen like, Green Lantern. I haven't. Well, then it, it was fine. But I haven't. But I've heard. I've heard what everyone says about it, mm. and I was like, but you know what? That's just taking it too far. Yeah, I didn't like that. I also, so I, I wasn't, I, I, I kind of felt a bit mixed about him going back and saving uh, Vanessa because I thought that's pretty much undone all of the film, really. Yeah, well, by like, saving her. was that, like, yeah, was that actually happening or was that just for like a dream sequence? No, I think this is all canon. I think that, so, so, that happened in the end credits. Is she was dead? Canon. No, she's alive now, because he's gone back in time. Then, then to... this is ridiculous. Then yeah. this is the worst movie. Then <laughs> it's basically said, "Turn up for the for the end credits, and you know what happens in the movie." Yeah, my um, my belief is, he goes back in time, saves her. No, when I'm he does, when he does, when he does X Force, he saves at least one of them. He saved Peter. I think everyone else still died. No, yeah, he definitely saved Peter. He's like, run, run oh. home, and Peter said, "No, but that can't really be what happens." Yeah, because that's what he went back to when she was oh, about to get oh, shot oh. and threw the knife in his head. So it's got to have then changed the course of history. Oh God! And it makes the rest of the film redundant. And then the other—it's completely redundant. Well, the other thing as well, right? So you mentioned the fact that he shoots himself a Green Lantern. But he yeah. goes back, you finally get Deadpool with, with Wolverine on screen, um, and he kills his X-Men Origins version of Deadpool. Yeah. But, like, 
surely he's not stupid enough to realise that Deadpool regenerates. Yeah, exactly. So he shoots him, says, you know, like, sorry about that or whatever before he walks off. And yeah. actually, that would have made no difference at all. And didn't Deadpool die anyway? He Right. So at the end of X-Men Origins, like the stinger was that he yeah. opened his eyes. Oh, okay. So you thought he was dead because he got, I think he got like chopped up or something like that. I can't remember now because yeah. it's so shit. But I do remember that they did that thing at the end where you see him and he, he, his eyes open. So no. Oh, okay. um, but he, regardless, it like you thought, oh, this would be, you know, it's quite funny that he's gone back to X-Men Origins, but you thought, well, you just shot him once. Yeah. That's not, that's just taking him out for like 30 seconds. Yeah. So that, you know, the whole thing was like, yeah, okay, it was quite funny, but yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe that they'll bring back the girlfriend. That has just really made yeah, me angry. But she's so fit. Yeah, lovely. But, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how how can they then reintroduce her if, they, if and when they make a third movie? That is just scandalous. That was my take. I mean, it'd be interesting to hear anyone else's views, but that was definitely my take. I, I generally thought that it was him, um, like, almost daydreaming about what he could do with it, mm. rather than him actually going out and doing it. Yeah. No, I think I think that, that them fixing that device was so he could go back and, and change the course of history. Jesus, what? Well, this has been an hour. Just over an hour. So, wow. And I have we spent that long talking. I thought we might get half an hour out of it. So I'll, I'll take it, back what I said. This will go out as a single episode. Sing, single solo for solo. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll leave hand solo to like the next episode. Hey, 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 yeah. hey. Um, but yeah. Hey, so, hey, hey. As Craig loves to give, uh, loves to ask me what their score is for this film out of 100. Yeah. You've got to give a Craig score on this. Out of 100? Yeah. All right. Can I give two scores? Can I be one of those that can't and give two scores? Mm-hmm. Can I give? Can I score it on what I would have given it walking out of cinema? And can I then score it based <laughs> on what I've your version of the end credits is? Go on. All right. So I would give it 42. Oof. Walking out the cinema, um, I would give it if the girlfriend is alive. I would give it a six. <laughs> I, I'd have given it. Um, I was. I'll still give it about sixty. Right. Which is the lowest score I've given to a film by quite a margin. So you know that's that's still damning. Um, but genuinely, genuinely, a six. Mainly because if that is the case, the whole entire film is pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was enough laughs in it for me at certain points to still give it a fairly decent score, but it was a hot mess. And anybody that tells you that that was a better film than Infinity War, as I said last night, do not trust them. No. Because no. you can't trust anyone's judgment that says that. I know everyone sees things differently and opinions and all that, but that was an absolute hot mess. Um, yeah, and you know, box office proves it. I mean, we were talking about it on Disaster Dark back when the numbers first come in, and 
you know, they I think it opened at like 125 million, and I think the first Deadpool opened up at like 150. And I was yeah. like, well, Avengers are still out, you know, Solo's coming out this week, people might be saving their money or might be going to see Infinity War still, so that's why it might be down. There was no competition last time. But I think people are just seeing it and saying, you know what, it's not as good as the first one. Yeah. Uh, and that's hard. It's basically to, to looking at two pieces of shit and thinking, what one do I prefer? <laughs> but you, you said about Infinity War. I'm I'm interested because already it looks like cinemas are cutting back on how many times a day they're showing Infinity War. Mm. Um, they're only showing him, you know, perhaps three times a day. I'll be surprised if it has a longer run than The Greatest Showman in the UK. That is. Um, yeah, I noticed that um, that Cineworld have not got any 3D showings of it at all. Well, they've got no normal 3D. I think they might still have like an IMAX 3D showing of it, like once a day yeah. or something. But there's no 3D screenings at all. And like the other week, I think there was like four a day, five a day. Yeah, um, it, it is down to two. I think I think it's because of the fact that Deadpool come out, which is supposed to be his big film, and um, and also the fact that Solo comes out, uh, which is, you know, that's on a lot of screens already. I've seen what the... Uh, see, see, I don't think it is for that. I think that it had such a huge opening that they're not expecting too many repeat watches. Yeah. I, I think, like, because I was... By, well, I was trying to win that cinema competition. I was booking tickets, like, every couple of hours. And I was amazed by how sold out each, um, especially for school holidays, mm. uh, um, each of the showings were, were completely sold out. Um, but then after a week or two, you then really started to see them fan out. And I think I, I can see that happening. Everyone went to see it pretty much in the first week or two. I think the other thing as well that you got to remember is that The Greatest Showman came out at a time of year when not much happens. Like, there's no massive big films, whilst now Solo comes out. No, but at the same time, no, no, I disagree, because Star Wars had only come out, what, three weeks before Greatest Showman? Mm Mm-hmm. So Star Wars was still fairly fresh. Yeah, but what I'm talking about, and and, I mean, Jumanji... People people may have... Yeah, Jumanji came out, what, the same day? uh, No, it came out a, a few weeks before Christmas, but... The thing is, is that no one expected um, Jumanji to be the, the hit that it was. I mean, it, it was massive. Not, yeah. uh, not. I watched that today for the first time, actually. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Jack yeah. Black's great in it as oh, well. I told wow. you, man, best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I think The Greatest Showman did have that thing where it had good word of mouth, but also the fact that there was no massive franchises. Like, you had... Black Panther came out in February, which, again, was a much bigger success than they expected to. And then that was it until Infinity War. There was no real big movies. Whilst now, Solo comes out tomorrow. Um, Jurassic World, Fallen, M, uh, Fallen, whatever it's called, comes out next week. I Is think. it next week, yeah? It's the, I thought, thought it might be, yeah. It's the, well, it's the 6th of June. So, no, it's, it's like midweek, oh, the week after. Um, yeah. th- but th- 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 now we're in summer season. So you're not going to have, yeah. you know, whatever the big film is for the first two weeks, that's going to have all the screens and then it's going to be blasted out to like the little ones whilst the next big tent pulp comes out. So yeah. 
No, I mean, I, you know, I thought Infinity War would be giving Avatar and The Force Awakens a run for the box office, but yeah. I think it's petered out now. I think it will be. I think it will finish maybe the third biggest film, which is still an achievement, but it yeah, started yeah. so strong, but it has started to slow down now. And as you say, it's because it's been cut back. But I was amazed because I was looking at the stats. Because I, I was looking up and cause I'm, I'm amazed. Not surprised, but I'm amazed by the reaction the Greatest Showman had. I mean, the fact that it was in the cinema up until the DVD release. And I was, I was looking. I was doing comparisons with other films, and I had a look at Titanic. And obviously, I knew about the success of Titanic and the money of Titanic, but I never knew the longevity of Titanic in the cinemas. Mm. Yeah, uh, and Frozen uh, as well. Uh, have, you, have you seen the stats for Titanic for how long it was in the cinema for? Wasn't it, wasn't it there for like about 10 months or something? Yeah, yeah. It was literally opened up in December. Uh, start of December, I believe it was, mm. and it stayed in cinema till September. Yeah, because I remember, I remember some girls when I was at school that were talking about going to see it again before, because uh, they said it was like they were going to close it, and they were like, yeah. oh, "I need to go and see it again." Um, so yeah, I remember, I remember it lasted an awful long time. And Frozen, Frozen was was around until the DVD came out, but it was a much shorter yeah. window. I think it might have been about five or six months, but oh, okay. it's still unusual for a film um, to have a run from its opening through to its its home release. Yeah, There's not many. Uh, have, you, have you seen as well? The, I don't that, know yeah. what. I, you haven't seen Greatest Showman, have you? No, no. Um, so I know I know Cineworld are doing this. I don't know if you are as well, because a lot of cinemas uh, copy. Um, but for the kids' uh, movie this weekend, it's the greatest showman. Because mm. it is a kid, like you, it is a family film. It's a mm. PG. Um, I, I think kids around you know six or seven. Um, if they sit down and they like a song, then I reckon they would like it. Hmm. I've, I've got it. I have got it now to watch, so I will do so. Yeah, um, sure. But yeah, I'm, I might do it this weekend. Actually, I've got uh, Lindsay's going away for uh, on Sunday, so I'm, I've got a quiet night with the kids on Saturday night. So I might put it on. Yeah. Once yeah. Jesus. But uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, cool. All right. Well. Thank you. It's a shame that we both... It's good we both felt the same way, because at least we don't feel alone. Um, yeah. In our hatred for Deadpool 2. But yeah, it's been the first big disappointment of this year for me. Yeah. Real, real big disappointment. Always going to be a tough act to follow Infinity War. Yeah, but I don't even think that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think it was because of Infinity War. I just think it's... you know, I know that's a better film, but I just don't think this was a good film. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It is shit. Yeah. But, but it's, right. just, it's, it's the first film I've seen since Infinity War. Yeah. Don't worry. Next one for you could be Solo. So. Could be. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll review that on a future Pop After Dark. So uh, until next time, um, do you want to say anything? Nope. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk 
forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.